0: jobby is honest exciting and super helpful on this breaking and entering episode originally an english and biology major she has landed at some of the nation's leading creative agencies including ogilvy google giant spoon and now wyden kennedy in new york she's currently six months in as a copywriter at one of my favorite agencies And you're probably curious about how a biology major goes on to work at one of the most sought-after agencies in the country. It'll be obvious as you listen to this episode, Boomy is super earnest and passionate. That's her secret. So, in this episode, we talk about her background, her break-in, and the kind of people that work at Wide. To connect with Fumi and see her awesome Instagram handle, go to our account at entering ad to connect with her and see her curated list of recommended resources you need to start following ASAP. And now, this is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and I am your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Ooh. At a job, a, at a That's
1: job, it's me. Well, at a job, B. Yes,
0: at a job, B. Yeah, damn it. I want to get it right in the first try. How are you doing today? What is up? Thank you for coming on the Breaking and Entering podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, sorry, I was a little bit late. I was coming from a client meeting, but we're back in business now.
0: Nice, nice, and as a copywriter. How much uh, client interaction do you get? I mean, is there a lot of taming of the clients, would you say, from the copywriter creative standpoint, or is that more so account?
1: It's definitely less taming of the clients than it is, like, trying to have a conversation with them. I think that, that, like, managing stuff is much more accounts, Mm -hmm. like, purview, but... um, Compared to every other role I've ever had um as a writer at different agencies, like this is definitely the most I've like talked to clients Mm -hmm. in meetings and stuff. Um I think that just has to do with like the structure of widen. So like my partner and I are like extremely autonomous. Like we have our CDs obviously guiding us um and we like go to them for feedback when we're stuck and all that. But like in client meetings and presentations, it's all us and they sort of just back us up um if asked questions, um, which uh was very scary at the beginning, but now I'm like, I can't even, I can't imagine having ever done it any other yeah. way.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm excited to get into this because you are at Widen Kennedy in New York, correct? Yeah. yeah. And you're a copywriter there, which is a great agency. Uh, you know, Widen Kennedy is a staple in the industry. Top, top dog, I would say. Um, New York, what the New York office, they have like... Do they have Bud Light there? I'm pretty sure you guys yeah. have Bud Light.
1: Yeah, we have Bud Light, uh, Duracell. I'm on Vitamin Water. Um, mm-hmm. There's McDonald's. That's a pretty enormous account. Yep. Enormous. Um, and I know Nissan. there was like, what?
0: I think you guys do Nissan too. Like is the Heisman House? Don't I?
1: Don't no. We have Ford. Uh, so we definitely don't have Nissan. Um, Are
0: you sure? <laughs> I thought, I thought because I follow Rob Schwartz on um Twitter. That's the I thought he was retweeting. Maybe I'm going crazy, but
1: um I have a hard time thinking that we'd have Nissan yeah, sure. and Ford in the same office. Because yeah. like the way we do um uh, McDonald's and uh, KFC's at KFC is in the Portland office at McDonald's and McDonald's in Yes, do, like, I remember reading that. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'm wrong. So- Okay. Well, maybe you're not. I've only been here like a few months. So
0: <laughs> Okay. Okay. And I mean, there's a lot to unfold. I mean, being a copywriter, one of the best agencies in the in the world is huge. And I think that's going to draw a lot of people into this episode. So if you're a first time listener, welcome. Uh we're going to help you out and help you find your own job. And way that we do that is by interviewing people that are super successful, like Fumi.
1: Oh wow. No one's ever called me super successful before. That's so nice.
0: Really? Well, yes. there you go. It's true. So, tell us about yourself. Like, who are you as a human being to the core? What do you value? What do you What do you do on your free time? Tell us about who you are. As a-
1: okay. Um. Well, my name is Fumi, uh, mm-hmm. short for Oluwafumilayo, which means God's gift of joy in Yoruba. Um. I'm Nigerian. I was born in New York. Parents born over there. Uh. Yeah. My sister was born here too. I. In college, I studied biology uh, and yes. English. And, like getting into advertising was like not the plan. I was supposed to be a doctor. I was going to be a doctor. I was going to go to med school up until like the day I, like the day I graduated undergrad. I thought I was gonna be a doctor. Then like a couple days after, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't think that's for me. And retrospectively, that was definitely the right decision. Mm-hmm. I did not want to have people's lives in my hand, not in that way. Right. Um, so that's good. But. Um, I love the other day I found a um I found a journal of mine from when I was really little. It's not even really a journal, it's just like some place that I was like writing things. So I was I've always been jealous of, you know, you know, those art directors or those um artists who are like, Yes, I've been painting since I was like out of the womb. And like I never had that experience. I was like, oh, I don't know how long I've been a writer, just like only just sort of recently. Start calling myself a writer but um i found this like uh lo- like called rule notebook where i wrote tiny stories and like little comics and like mm-hmm. little poems and i was like oh my god i do have one of those stories i have been a writer forever yeah
0: there you go
1: <laughs> so um like how do i spend my time a lot of it is writing um a lot of it is like binge watching really good shows like i just finished fleabag uh people are well rich ingenue that mm-hmm. and um I made a story by Michaela Cole. I watched earlier in quarantine. They're just like two of the most like beautiful works, and that the fact that they—I don't know that this is true about Fleabag, but it is about—I um, made a story. Michaela Cole just like wrote it all by herself. She just like this this show with amazing dialogue, amazing world building. Like there was no writers' room. It was just her. Um, hmm. And i it to be inspiring. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like speaking of inspirations, like that's where I want. what i want to do one day like i want to one day write for the screen um but for the time being at least i'm super happy where i'm at and like i'm super happy um getting to work on creative projects that yeah like that feed me because i don't think that's that common that you're able to like feel that same passion for your work as you do about your like side hustles and other interests but i i do like genuinely and um I think that's like a testament to how much Widen values creativity. And it's like the creativity comes first, the creative comes first always. So you're
0: probably satisfied, like you just said, like you you're getting that satisfaction, like as a it, it was a side project or passion project, is paralleling at work right now. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a dream come true. Not kind of, it is entirely a dream come true. Like I went to I full disclosure, everybody here, I went to VCU brand Center and studied mm-hmm. writing and I before I went, I was like, oh, it'd be so cool if I could end up at a place like Wyden. But like I did not have any illusions that I would be here. Um, because like there were so many other like I remember like our first class, like our first class where we were like presenting stuff to each other with just the writers. There were so many good writers in my class. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm already at the bottom yeah, of my class. I mean, I'm not gonna cut it here. Um, everyone yeah. was so good. But honestly, um retrospectively, that probably just helped me like raise the bar for myself and just like work even harder I can do you know I'll show you I have this like I know podcasts are a visual medium medium but like uh, I have this poster that says put Put in in the hours
0: hours. yeah
1: put in the hours like that's the you can't control how much better other people are than you you can't control how much talent other people have but you can control how hard you work and Like, so I just worked really, really, really hard and was just, like, always trying to one-up myself, like, always trying to get better and stuff. But I guess that's not really about me. What else do I like to do? I love to read. Um, You have to if you like to write.
0: Um, I love to write.
1: I recently discovered that I might be um, a chess savant. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, snap.
1: After after watching Queen's Gambit, I was, like, I used to play chess when I was little, but I haven't for such a long time. I picked it up again like on the chess app it's literally just called chess in the app store mm-hmm. and um I've been beating the computer on Let's level I'm um, like playing an intermediate player with like a um 1100 score which is like intermediate okay. and with like no assistance from the computer so maybe I there am an app <laughs>
0: yeah there you go how did you uh, how did you go from biology to advertising
1: Um, it was an accident. So I have this friend, um, like my best friend at the time in college, and she missed an informational interview with Ogilvy by accident. So I was like, what's Ogilvy? And that was literally my very first introduction to what um, the world of advertising was. And that was when I was a junior. So, um, I remember that really clearly because I was like, oh, it looks like they have a, like, like, uh, it looks like they have a internship program. Let me apply to that. So I applied. I didn't know anyone there. Um, and I studied abroad in Cuba, uh, which is relevant because like, I didn't want to be dealing with trying to do interviews with a bunch of places and like communicating because I didn't really know what my internet situation was going to be sure. like. So I want to be dependent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my, I was determined to just accept the first internship offer that I got. Um, and luckily enough, it was that one, but
0: that's, um, yeah. Which is one. cool,
1: but like I didn't apply to any other advertising internships and I ended up getting other offers after that. So if literally if something else had come in first, like that's I wouldn't be in advertising probably, but you know, the hand of fate, the hand of God, the hand of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, really guided me there. So um I was an account wow. manager intern.
0: Junior uh, year of college. That's yeah. crazy. That yeah. you're going into your junior year, or you're going into your senior year.
1: Going into my senior
0: year. Okay. So you're a rising senior. Um And this might, this might be a good transition into like, you know, how you broke into advertising. This is huge. Like this was 2017, I believe, 2017 or
1: 2018. Um, Yeah. Summer 2016 was when I was at Ogilvy for the first time. And then um, while I was there, I kind of knew like the whole time, like "Mm, account management isn't for me. Strategy seems super cool. I actually tried to get a whole bunch of strategy jobs right after I graduated, Mm -hmm. but Um, I knew that if I was going to be in advertising at all, it was going to be on the creative side of things. So I met the um, person who hires creative interns because I Mm -hmm. needed her to help me find an intern, work on a project with us. Um, And I was like, hey, I want to be a copywriter. And she was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) you don't have the skills for that. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But I did have, um, like the following year I wrote, I was an English major, like I said, um, my English thesis was a creative thesis. So I had like a collection of short stories that oh, was finished, okay. um, in the winter. So I sent that to her, um, as like my portfolio as proof that I can do creative things. And she did not respond. Um, and then they, they do that sometimes, I, yeah, they do that sometimes, but maybe this is like advice for the advice section, but like I emailed her like six times over the course of a calendar year and she didn't respond to a single one, but I later found out that she was always reading them. She was always hmm. reading them and like always keeping up with me, but. It would have been nice to know that in the moment <laughs> exactly. but um she didn't and then shortly after i graduated um she was like i'm looking for creative interns um would you be interested in like a copywriter she
0: reached out to you at that point yeah yeah oh so even though she wasn't answering your emails she was that's interesting like it's like not like it's getting lost in the shuffle it's just i, I don't have time to respond right now i know who this is she's like i recognize her she's on my radar and then when the time came she's like all right let's go to fumi
1: Yeah. I mean, the woman is, um, her name is Emily Elishevitz. She's like one of my close friends and like definitely a mentor to me now. And, She's still at Ogilvy. Um, she's just really busy and like does not like to waste her time. Sure. And someone like me was very much a long shot. Like I didn't have a creative portfolio, not in the traditional sense. I had never studied advertising. I hadn't even studied anything adjacent to advertising. Um, and my only experience um, amounted to three months in account management on a very sciency brand, Siemens. Oh, so it was a okay. gamble for sure to like um. To bring me on rather than someone who'd had literally any amount of experience at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but um what a good thing that came out of that is that, um after my year there, she was she very clearly saw that, like it wasn't a gamble, that like what you need in this industry is just someone who like works hard and is smart and is willing to learn. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, and like, I was all of those things. I mean, maybe not smart.
0: <laughs> you are all those shirt-ish.
1: things but um i like tried really really hard um and i was always willing to learn like always trying to get myself on more as like many projects as i could sometimes overextending myself but like just trying to touch as many things as i could and work with as many creative directors as i could um and that i think is ultimately like at the beginning um i was kind of doing small things but then towards mm-hmm. the end i was covering for like mid-level and senior mm-hmm. writers when they were out like at can or on vacation or something so sure. um i learned a lot in that year let but me let me, ba- really
0: cool. let me uh let me back it up let me just clarify so you account management intern I, I mean this is crazy to me so you just applied like on linkedin or like on their website they yeah. hired you as an intern which is super duper like crazy competitive nowadays and i'm sure it was Then, as well, to get a uh, Ogilvy internship, he's like, Yeah,
1: dude, it was nuts. Like, in my interview for that, I she was like, Okay, so do you know if you want to do strategy or account or you know what? And I was like, Honestly, I don't know the difference between that's crazy,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Then she explained to me, um, and I was like, Maybe strategy, and I didn't end up getting a strategy one, but like, yeah, yeah, that's tough stuff.
0: And so, they put you in account, and the the biology background you're saying might have put you a leg up, you know, have with that more sciencey account, you being yourself. As well, it's a shoe in like, they, and that's what like helped you out get to get in Ogilvy.
1: Um, I think what helped me is that I was extremely earnest in my interview. Like, I wasn't. I was just entirely myself, which it's hard to do when you like know a lot about a place or about an industry. It's hard yeah. to you know have that same like level of maybe ignorance. That's helpful. But because I had no, like, I didn't really understand what Ogilvy's reputation was. I didn't really Interesting. know what, um, like, even what the role entailed. I just knew, like, I like the idea of working with brands. I like the idea of helping shape mm-hmm. their stories and, like, helping them put cool things out into the world. And Ogilvy seems, like, just as good a place as any to do that. Right. Um. Yeah. So I'd say, like, what gave me, what, what helped me was was that i was able to be entirely myself because i didn't know
0: right that's so interesting (laughs) and did you prepare for that interview were you super stressed out or i know this is more advice stuff but i'm curious
1: yeah again i was in cuba i did like i i wasn't really and like at the time it was just internet parks rather than like internet at home so every time i wanted to be on the internet and it was the spring semester so it was it was really hot So I did not want to be sitting out in the park for hours and it costs money. um, Right. Right. A couple bucks an hour. So I didn't do a ton of research, but I did have one mentor who was a copper at the time. And I was like, Hey, I have this interview with Ogilvy and I'm really nervous because I don't know anything about advertising. (laughs) So I called her and she gave me like a crash course, like kind of explained all the divisions and like kind of explained um, Mm -hmm. like Ogilvy's sort of position in the world. And like, Um, she, I don't think I would have gotten it had I not had her kind of in my corner, um, Mm. mentoring me, but all that being said, I didn't like, that was kind of the extent of my preparation. I don't think it would have been, had I been in America with like access to the internet, I would have been, you know, much more on like LinkedIn and like on their website and all of that. But, uh, I did my best.
0: And it worked out then, (laughs) but, but then you, you went on to a career. Uh, a very full and successful career once again that successful word with other agencies i mean this is this is crazy awesome stuff like so ogilvy to start off at ogilvy is amazing right it's one of the best in the industry and you know you you got better (laughs) i could say that i'm okay this is my podcast um So that you ended up at, you know, you, you did stints at Google creative lab in New York. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds, you said it's like a super secret thing. Uh, yeah.
1: It is a little bit of a secret. Like is that, I, what
0: is that kind of like a, like a media arts lab where it's only like, you're obviously in-house for Google, but like you'd be like in-house for Apple, like that kind of work, like super Not innovative. exactly
1: because I think at media arts lab, they work exclusively on Apple stuff yeah. um, at google it's like we work on like at the creative lab obviously there are a lot of like google specific projects Mm -hmm. like i got to work on excuse me the search documentary that was released recently it's just like on youtube about how search works um i got to work on um stuff for the pixel four when that was like ahead of that release but i also got to work on a bunch of like experiments and i think that's like how they refer to them things that are like Uh, If you look at like Freddie Meter, Freddie Meter is uh, like an AI experiment that like you sing a clip of a Freddie Mercury song or of a Queen song into it. And it um, tells you, like gives you a percentage of like how much like Freddie Mercury you sound. And and, like that was released like in time for uh, the, Mm -hmm. no, around the anniversary of um, We Are the Champions Hitting a billion, I think huh. I might be getting like the song wrong, but like a Queen song hitting a billion okay. views on YouTube. Um, so cool stuff uh, like that. Uh, like, yeah, just like super weird like
0: experiments.
1: Experiments. That's like the perfect word you, for that. And
0: you got the science background too, so you <laughs> you know the scientific method.
1: I mean, honestly, the science background helps me every day because it's mm-hmm. not like less less in like the material that I learned, but more in like the problem solving and more. Yeah. In the finding like 10,000, you know, thousand ways to skin a cat sort of thing um uh it was i think probably Mine's one of the top. most influential yeah times in my career probably in my early career because like it i what from there i really carried with me that like my favorite piece of advice that i got from them was if you want to do something just do it like if you have an idea for something just make it um and then mm-hmm. like Because, like, there are too, in general, too many meetings about figuring out a thing um, and figuring out whether or not it'll work. Just, like, make it, and then you'll know whether or not it works, you know? Mm. Um, That doesn't always work for everything, but, like, it's a really good place to start. Like, if you have an idea for a script, write it. If you have an idea for a short movie, shoot it. Like, just do it, and you'll see it. You're saying, like,
0: at at your job, like, they're saying, like, like, when you were there, they're like, if you have something that you can contribute, just go ahead. Like, you you have our permission to, like, keep going. (laughs)
1: Uh, I think I would one day love to end up back at the creative lab, but again, I'm just like so happy at and I'm like, yeah. I'm going to suck all the marrow out of it or whatever expression goes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you also did stints at Airbnb as a creative fellow and giant spoon, which was, I think a small agency of the year by ad age. I don't know what year it was, but a highly regarded... Airbnb,
1: I got a fellowship, got the fellowship. But then COVID happened and Airbnb fired like 25% of full time staff and all of their contracts and freelancers. So that
0: oh, worked out. That would have been cool though.
1: It would have been so cool. I was going to be working on the Olympics. My mom was an Olympian. So I loved the oh, Olympics. What sport? Uh, track and field uh, oh. for Nigeria. And uh, that would have been amazing.
0: Are you a runner too?
1: I used to be um like in middle and high school, but volleyball was always my main thing. Um gotcha. and I played co- played college volleyball at my very small D3 school, but
0: gotcha. And that's called what school was that? uh um, college. College. hmm Gotcha. Gotcha. And I know we're firing through here, but I think it's interesting, like um you were able to land at some of these awesome, awesome, awesome agencies and cool opportunities was it just kind of like the and we'll get into the advice later but uh, tell us how you then went like how you got into widen like w- was there a cool story or did they reach out to you did did you reach out to them what was that break in like because i know that's the root of this conversation a lot of people when they when they learn about Wyden, they're like yep that's the one i want to do Wyden. they do the best work they do nike they do all this amazing stuff so tell us how you got into one of the best agencies in the world
1: Um. So I initially went with Airbnb, but then obviously Corona happened and I was like, okay, I need a job still. So (laughs) that's when I reached out to a recruiter at, at, um, Giant Spoon. And luckily I caught them right as they were about to like close up their interview process for that summer's internships. Um, and I was kind of like the last one interviewed and I really hit it off with one of the, um, with the creative director I ended up working with, um, Andrew Mellon, he's the best. He, um, and it turns out his first boss was my first boss, like, oh, at, yeah, like his, and he's a writer as well. Like, his first boss was Ryan Blank at Ogilvy, and my first boss is Ryan Blank at Ogilvy, and like That's Ryan awesome. Blank is just, man. yeah, super small world. Um, and it was just a great time. Um, then from there towards the end of that, Wyden made me like a full time offer, and then I've been here since August.
0: and what do you think? Like, is it uh is it as great as everybody thinks? It, you know, being on oh, the inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All they, the rumors
1: they, are true. All rumors are true. All of the hype good. is true and like good. like well, well worth it. Um, if you can imagine, like I I haven't ever stepped foot in the office as a full-time employee, but like I still get a really, really strong sense of the culture um of the people. Uh I feel like really supported. Uh I feel like I get a lot of like at bats and creative opportunities my creative directors are really hands-off but very like really supportive and really good at like kind of shepherding us to the right ideas while still being champions for the ideas that we want and that we're interested in because I have worked with creative directors who are like "Mm, that's a bad idea try doing it like this and sort of like tell you how to do it but if we show that like we have love for an idea they're like okay where it is right now is not feeling right for x y and z reasons maybe try pushing it like this uh like in these ways but like they're never prescriptive they're never overbearing Mm -hmm. um i don't know i just feel like really really supported
0: yeah i like that and obviously there's a method and it works and they do a great job um is there there's got to be a super bowl ad or two you guys are producing right now is that true
1: um, I don't know that I can talk about that. I personally am Name. not, funny, but I, <laughs> I don't want to get fired literally in the contract and in, in my contract that I signed, it says like, don't no be surprised if you get fired for talking about some shit about Wyden on the internet when you knew you weren't supposed to <laughs> mm. And I think that is a direct quote. So oh, I, I did gotcha. do my best to not be stupid and talk about some confidential shit, but
0: okay. the I am not worth that
1: Spots, um but uh i i think it's a good bet that they are that we are are.
0: they are and i'm i can i'm pretty sure adage has like a report on what they're doing i just haven't read it yet i'm just being a bad bad podcaster but okay (laughs) so the question now is you how do you go from being the biology major that you were uh to landing at the best agency probably in the world and like what advice do you have for the aspiring uh pandemic uh career searcher in advertising right now that's struggling they feel stranded break it down the mic is yours what have you learned tell the people what they need to hear (laughs) and what they want to hear please
1: um okay so this is gonna sound cliche but be yourself that sounds like oh yeah okay whatever but like I am 150% confident that all the opportunities I've ever gotten are because I've been myself around someone who is able to give me a job, you know, Um, and kind of treating networking less as like networking and less like clinically and like less transactional and more as um, like you're making a new friend. Um, That sounds a little funky, but like, Truly, that's the that's how I behave in interviews. That's how I behave. Um, like when I was getting recruited by whoever, that's that's like my number one thing, just like talk to people like they're people, you know, Humans, because, yeah, yeah, because they can kind of smell when you're being weird. And like, I can, like, I've spoken to prospective students before too. And most of the times, it's really like it's super fun, always helpful. Um, but I can also like sense when it's. A little bit transactional um and and like that's weird and like nobody likes that um but everyone does like to feel like people are genuinely interested in them so like being not faking genuine interest but like actually being interested in the place and the thing and the work and the person all that is tremendously helpful but i think specifically to these covid times um reach out to people Um, reach out to people, try and talk to as many people as you can. Don't be like offended or, um, I am searching for the right word. Don't be discouraged Mm -hmm. if they don't respond to you right away or, um, after a little while, you can always try again. More than likely it's that like, they're dealing with some life shit, you know, like we're working, we're all working from home. So like, which means you're working from your home, like you're at home still. So home things are happening, um and it just giving everybody that grace of understanding is super important and it doesn't like just because someone doesn't respond doesn't mean they didn't like you or they hate you or you know of course there are some assholes out there who maybe that's the, that's the case but I found that usually that's not the case yeah. um and like so I was when I was trying to get a job right after uh, I graduated in May. 2020 so like just a few months ago yeah. um and the airbnb thing wasn't working out and then all my other offers were like uh we don't know what's happening because <laughs> it's a pandemic mm-hmm. um so i wasn't i was kind of floundering and i was very scared but what i did was i um i didn't write a form email but i wrote an e like an email kind of tailored to each kind of place i wanted to work yeah. so I some places are a little bit more experiential. some places are a little bit more traditional, etc. but I also made sure that I was only reaching out to places that I would actually be excited to work at and get an offer yeah. from because like the worst thing would be like to be like, like to write a f- email of fake excitement and then someone gets back to you and they're like, okay, like what if you work here and you're like, actually yeah. I'm not that interested in this place. Right. Um, like that would be the worst and that's like so disingenuous. you know so I tried not I tried. I made sure to only, um reach out to people i was actually interested in for real Mm -hmm. so um yeah just like make like being really considerate and thoughtful with what you your very first reach out um making sure that it's like full of good vibes um and making sure that it like it really does feel like you and is true to like what you're looking to do um that like i can't i can't overstate how important that is
0: what about um a quick blurb of advice And like maybe like from what you've noticed at Wyden, like what type of what type of people work at Wyden? Um, what does it take to to eventually or you know, for some, you know, for someone to finally break into Wyden? What point in their self-awareness in their life do they need to be at in their creative track or their account track? Like what do you notice from the masses at Wyden? Like what Oh wow.
1: Uh I don't know what to say about that, but I think from what I can tell it's people who are people you know like no one if the most interesting thing about you is that you like advertising then Wyden's probably not the place for you like because that. um it really does feel like the first most important thing is the people that we're around the next most important thing not by a lot maybe like tide is the creative and then um the next most important thing is the business like the advertising part of it all. So like okay. you have to have interest beyond advertising. You have to like, what are your side hustles? How do you spend your time? Are you interested? Interesting and interested in things. Um uh they look for people who who they would like to hang out with. Um because I think I might be kind of talking like pulling this out of my ass, but I it feel really does feel like like they kind of have my personal philosophy about when it comes to work, which is like the best work I do always the best work I've ever done always comes when I'm working with people I love to work with and love to be around. So I do think they're trying to find people who like, they like to be around, Um, which isn't to say like they're looking for one type of person, because I think increasingly Wyden is doing like such, I love working here. It's like doing such a great job of, recruiting from non-traditional places, because like, for example, we had like this mission meeting um, at the end of the summer about like kind of, you know, the, every industry had its own racial reckoning. Um, And we had a big meeting about like what we were going to do in response. And their whole thing was like, we're widened when we talk, people listen. And when we change the way we do things, people will follow suit. So like, we need to kind of lead by example. And they're like, like, increasingly trying to recruit from non-traditional places because like if you can be fucking funny on tiktok you can be funny at widen if you can literally that is an example like i if love you, tiktok if you me too maybe a little bit too much actually i have to delete it from my phone but like my awesome. point is if you want to be um yep. if you're creative in any way if you're interesting if you have a perspective if you um have a voice um yep. that you're trying to share um then then you're welcome here. Um, then there's a Love home that. for you here and like you'll be nurtured here and you can like grow here. Um, yeah. and that's what I found is like at least for me, at least from yeah. what I can And you've know, been
0: there, you've been yeah. there for a good how long have you been there now? Six months. Oh, yeah. So you got it down. You got it down. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much. I think we'll we'll wrap it up with that. That was such great advice. Is there is it okay if our listeners reach out to you maybe on LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever you prefer, just to connect with you, say hi.
1: Holy mother of God. Uh how many listeners per month do you <laughs> just I, kidding. I, yeah. I, not that many.
0: But we're, yeah. we're not that many, but we're we're very loyal, our, our okay. followers.
1: Yeah, totally don't mind. Um should I just say what my like a, like a
0: million people like will probably reject. <laughs> no.
1: Um my
0: I'll write LinkedIn,
1: it down. Yeah, find me on LinkedIn. Um I'll assume it's gonna be in the show notes.
0: It will be on our Instagram at entering ads. So go to that to find out her link, her LinkedIn and to find out her Instagram if that's okay with you
1: yeah it's all good like yeah I would hire you right there (laughs) Reach out to me I love talking to people and I love like you know this industry is so scary and hard and like I wouldn't be here if I hadn't um if I hadn't got responses from people I reached out to looking for support so it's it's so
0: huge it's so huge when people give back so I'm glad you're doing it now and we'll leave it at that thank you very much Fumi
1: thanks for having me Gino
0: Thank you all for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's guest. Make sure you go and connect with them on LinkedIn. Tell them that Breaking and Entering sent you. Now, thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio technician, and Buchan Zhang, our creative director, as well as the student team from the Midnight Oil Agency at the University of Illinois. Can't do it without you all. Thank you very much. We will see you all next week with another amazing guest.